0: Well, hello, everybody. It is 12 o'clock Central Time, and so you know what that means. It's time for us to pray the Angelus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. amen. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary. And she conceived by the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
1: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord be it
0: done to me according to thy word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
1: Holy Mary, mother of God, pray, for us sinners now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. us.
0: Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
2: Holy Mary, mother of God, pray, for us sinners now, and at the hour of our death. Amen.
0: in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, welcome everybody to Wednesdays with St. Joseph. And this is on Facebook Live. It's uploaded afterwards to YouTube and also as an audio podcast. So all these different ways in which during this year of St. Joseph, called for by our Holy Father, that we can deepen our devotion to St. Joseph, just as we have a devotion to Mary, we want to foster a deeper devotion to St. Joseph, who took Jesus into his home and raised him as his own, and who is the patron of the universal church. Now, today, I'm very happy to be joined uh, with Father James Presta. He's a priest in the Archdiocese of Chicago, the pastor of St. Emily's Parish. And if you have read the book, A Heart Like Mary's, you will notice or remember that in the introduction, I talked about a spiritual director who at seminary one day said, Edward, where is your Marian heart? And that was Mm -hmm. Father Presta and uh, so he is the guy behind A Heart Like Mary's, uh, really the impetus uh, for writing the book. He was my spiritual director at Mundelein, uh, so he worked at Mundelein Seminary. He also was the rector of St. Joseph Seminary, which I'm willing to bet is one of the reasons why he has such a great devotion to St. Joseph. So I thought it'd be great just to have a conversation with an old time friend and mentor, Father
1: Presta. Thank you, Father Looney. Thanks for inviting me. It's uh, great to be with you, and uh, course, to, to talk about Saint Joseph, I'm happy always to uh, show my own, uh, share with everyone my own uh, love and devotion for Saint Joseph because I think he is such an important figure in our in our in salvation history, but also uh, for our in our own Catholic faith.
0: Yeah. So for you, I guess, when did you begin or foster that devotion to Saint Joseph? Was it something you grew up with in your family, or was it something that came later on in life?
1: Well, I think part of it, you know, certainly uh, during my grammar school years, uh, I, I certainly had a devotion to our Blessed Mother. And I think alongside that, of course, uh, devotion to St. Joseph, I think, came with it. Uh, I, I think the Sisters of St. Joseph, Third Order of St. Francis, who taught in our school, certainly talked a lot about St. Joseph. I mean, that was the patron of their own order. Uh, the Sisters were, I was very uh close to the sisters growing up and even throughout my years in the seminary. So certainly uh, St. Joseph has been a figure that my parents revered, uh, somebody that uh, they, they uh, often spoke of in terms of how they prayed to St. Joseph and asked for his uh, intercession before Almighty God. But I certainly heard about it a great deal even in grammar school. So yes, I think it's been part of my own upbringing as a Catholic from really grammar school uh, family life, my family life, as well as uh, in, in my grammar school years. And you were
0: the rector of St. Joseph's Seminary when it was still there at the campus of Loyola in Chicago. And was there a, a devotion that you fostered there among the seminarians to really hand on that devotion of the spiritual fatherhood of St. Joseph?
1: Uh, yes, uh, Absolutely. Well, one thing we did, I think, uh, in a a festive way during the Lenten season, which I think many parishes like to do, we always, on the Feast of St. Joseph, we had actually our uh, big feast day celebration. So we would usually invite the Cardinal, uh, at that time Cardinal George, to come and celebrate Mass with us and have dinner. And then we'd always have a St. Joseph table, so a sweet table with uh, pastries and, and fruit, and uh, just a way to bless the table. And we'd also, I'd also remind the, the students, the seminarians, that when we celebrated the St. Joseph table, it was not only a, an opportunity to uh, to feast uh, at his table, uh, this table that was devoted to him, this altar that we would create in his honor, but also to think of the poor. And so, uh, especially during the Lent season, there's always that aspect of let of St. Joseph's tables, always thinking about uh, the less fortunate. So we'd always take up a collection. Uh, on St. Joseph's Day, actually, we would always have the seminarians invite their mentor priests, who are their spiritual fathers. They wow. were invited to the seminary for mass uh, and for dinner. So that was always a special thing. I would actually send out the invitation, asking them to come. So it was a way for us to sh- kind of share on that feast day, um, the spiritual fathers of the seminarians on the great feast of uh, St. Joseph, patron of the Universal Church, and what? patron of our seminary.
0: Well, I love that, uh, the idea of the spiritual fatherhood, emphasizing that uh, aspect of who St. Joseph was. One of the things you mentioned is the St. Joseph table and helping the poor, and that's one thing that we kind of understand about the Holy Family, is that they were probably poor. That's why they offer the two turtle doves, is that right. you think right. so? Yeah, so he can be a helper of the poor. Now, Uh, If a person, you know, a a common Catholic that comes to mass on any ordinary Sunday or Saturday or during the week, how might they take the first steps in fostering devotion to St. Joseph? What would you recommend?
1: Sure. Uh, I think, you know, first of all, prayer that comes from the heart, you know, to think of St. Joseph as the head of the Holy Family, the spouse of the Blessed Mother, uh, the foster father of Jesus, to think of uh, the, the, the protection that, that. Uh, St. Joseph provided the way he provided for his family uh, and, of course, his, his own silent witness to the uh, incarnation, his uh, silent witness to uh, the will of God. Uh, and, and so uh, I, I think whatever prayer we can uh, muster in our own hearts to say to St. Joseph, you know, thank you for the good example you give. you give, you gave to the holy family and that he really does foster to the, to the world family of the church. Uh, even to this day, as patron of the Universal Church, so I'd say, you know, just to begin, uh, say some kind of a prayer to Saint Joseph as you would to your own father. You know, think of a, of Saint Joseph as your own father uh, in heaven, uh, spiritual father, and uh, to offer those words of thanks and and uh, praise to him for, um, for, for for fulfilling what he knew God wanted of him in his life, that dream that he had that, of course, uh, touched his own heart uh, to that he knew that he would have a, a hand in salvation history.
0: I think that's great. You know, of course, we can always turn to some of the prayer books. There's lots of prayers to St. Joseph. You can find them in any prayer book, but what you're recommending is is very nice. That It's a personal conversation in a sense, like you would talk to anybody of your family. You know, I know some people go to the cemeteries, they talk with their deceased loved ones. And this is what we do with the saints. So we can have that familiar conversation with them. And um, yeah, with Saint Joseph, we look to him, the virtues, as you mentioned, kind of the way that he lived his life. And, and we can say, well, this is what I desire. And this is what I want. Can you ask your son to, uh, can you obtain that from your son for me? That's really what we can do in that familiar conversation. So that's a very beautiful uh, way. Now, one of the things about St. Joseph uh, is that sometimes he's depicted really old, other times he's depicted really young. Do you think he's
1: young or old? I've always been of the conviction that he's much, much younger. Uh, I I, I don't believe that uh, he was the, and I think that sometimes in our artistic depictions of saint joseph he's seen as an older man perhaps to to protect the the virgin mother you know his virgin wife uh uh to in that sense of, of the I, the chastity that uh, the chaste love of of husband and wife between joseph and Mary uh but I, I can't imagine that joseph was was an old man i mean he had to have he was a carpenter i mean he he was a skilled laborer uh he he uh he he had to provide for his family. So I, I think, and he lived, you know, at least tradition tells us, we don't know from scripture, obviously, but scripture, uh, tradition seemed to tell us that before Jesus went off uh, into his public ministry, uh, St. Joseph uh, passed away. So he must have been there for a good amount of Jesus' life, uh, fostering him in, in, in uh, you know, living, living, living the life, uh, the family life that they did. So, I kind of think of him as a much younger man, much more uh, virile and manly uh, father figure who um, was able to to provide and protect his family.
0: Yeah. I I think, you know, with going to Egypt and fleeing into Egypt, going Mm -hmm. to Bethlehem, uh, I can't imagine that an older Joseph uh, would have been able to undertake all those things. So, think you're on to something with that. Is there anything special you're doing for this year of St. Joseph from our Holy Father?
1: Uh, yes, actually, we are, uh, first of all, we uh, have a uh, newly ordained priest who has a great love for our Blessed Mother as well as St. Joseph, and so Father uh, Hank Lyon, along with one of our uh Staff members is going to do a podcast on St. Joseph, and we're going to actually walk help people walk through the consecration of St. Joseph by Father uh, Don Calloway. So that'll be something that uh, they are going to kind of help people walk through as, from February 15th on as they uh, prepare for uh, Saint jo- the, the Feast of St. Joseph on March 19th. Our parish has always had a St. Joseph table. Uh, this year, because of the pandemic, we're not able to do that. But I actually just yesterday prepared a special letter writing it to the to the parishioners asking that they would consider. Uh, in First of all, we're going to have a novena to St. Joseph. We just got a new statue of St. Joseph actually for our church. Uh, we just blessed it on Sunday. And so uh, we're going to have a novena to him from March 11th to the 19th. And I've asked people to send me their petitions, prayers that we can place in a basket uh, at the feet of St. Joseph in our church. Uh, We'll pray our novena prayer, but also asking if people would be willing to make donations to help our St. Vincent de Paul Society. Because each year when we've had the St. Joseph table, uh, not only have we been able to share prayer and um, uh, fellowship, of course, uh, participating and partaking in the meal, but we've also been able to collect a, a great amount of money. Uh, last year, about $4,500 for the poor. So I'm sending out a letter just asking people if if they have it in their heart uh, to uh, offer, make a, a financial uh, monetary donation. We're going to help our Vincent DePaul with it. Sure.
0: Yeah, it's a shame, you know, with the pandemic, can't celebrate these things as we'd like to, but it, maybe it's an opportunity for families to celebrate in their own home, to create a St. Joseph table and have some of those sweets and whatnot that you would put on one of those festive tables uh to kind of break the lenten fast on this solemnity of saint joseph so yeah very beautiful and you know podcasting is growing in popularity there are more podcasts being produced every single day so uh it's a great way to reach out to people especially when they're
1: driving in chicago traffic (laughs) that's right that's right they can use all the protection they can get uh One of the things we did last year, of course, pre uh, or actually, I think it was two years ago was uh, we actually invited our school kids on on the Feast of St. Joseph to actually have a little St. Joseph table in their own classroom for lunch. So they were to bring uh, any of the treats and sweets and so on. Uh, And then we provided them with a little table blessing. They had an image, some kind of image that they either had to create or bring in of St. Joseph, uh, create a little altar in his honor. And then uh, also, as I said, they would, uh, I provided them with a little blessing. So it, it kind of brought them into the spirit of the St. Joseph table uh, that we were in the parish, that they would kind of have their own St. Joseph table right in their own classroom. And uh, that had an effect on the on the students. They they, they enjoyed it. They enjoyed it and, and appreciated it.
0: Yeah, when we do these small little devotional acts, uh, they mean something to the students, and they're going to remember that. And uh, years down the road, maybe, if they be unfortunately they might become distant from the faith we pray they don't but that's something that maybe they'll come back to and to say you know this is what we did and maybe it'll be a custom that they keep their entire life so it's important for us to hand on these devotions to the to the children the of our families so
2: absolutely
0: well wonderful well thanks so much father presta for talking about saint joseph and your own love and how you're spreading devotion in your own parish uh, to St. Joseph. One of the things that I do at the end of the Wednesdays with St. Joseph is simply to pray the litany of St. Joseph. And you mentioned some of those titles already. And so we'll just uh, pray the litany of St. Joseph here and ask him to pray for us. And, you know, one of the things with litany it's, I, I encourage people, what's the one title you're drawn to as you hear it? What's one that really resonates with you? And maybe that's the one you should invoke, uh, maybe in the week or for the year of St. Joseph. So let's pray. Lord have mercy.
2: Lord have mercy.
0: Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Christ hear us. Christ graciously hear us. God the Father of heaven. Have mercy on us. God the Son, Redeemer of the world. Have mercy on us. God the Holy Spirit. Have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God. Have mercy on us. Holy Mary. Pray for us. St. Joseph.
2: Pray for us.
0: Noble offspring of David. Pray for us. Light of patriarchs.
2: Pray for us.
0: Spouse of the mother of God. Pray for us. Chaste guardian of the Virgin. Pray for us. Foster father of the Son of God.
2: Pray for us.
0: Zealous defender of Christ.
2: Pray for us.
0: Head of the Holy Family.
2: Pray for us.
0: Joseph most just. Pray for us. Joseph most chaste.
2: Pray for us.
0: Joseph most prudent. Pray for us. Joseph most courageous. Pray for us. Joseph most obedient.
2: Pray for us.
0: Joseph most faithful.
2: Pray for us.
0: Mirror of patience. Pray for us. Lover of poverty. Pray for us. Model of workmen. Pray for us. Glory of domestic life. Pray for us. Guardian of virgins. Pray for us. Pillar of families. Pray for us. Comfort of the afflicted. Pray for us. Hope of the sick. Pray for us. Patron of the dying.
2: Pray for us.
0: Terror of demons.
2: Pray for us.
0: Protector of the Holy Church.
2: Pray for us.
0: Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, spare spare us, O Lord. Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, Have have mercy on us. He has made him Lord of his household and prince over all his possessions. Let us pray, O God, who in your loving providence chose, blessed Joseph, to be the spouse of your most holy mother. Grant us the favor of having him for our intercessor in heaven, whom on earth we venerate as our protector, you who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks so much, Father Presta, for praying with me and talking with me today about St. Joseph. I appreciate it so much.
1: It's a pleasure being with you, Father Edward, as always. And uh, God bless you and your good ministry there in uh, the great diocese of Green Bay.
0: Yes, yes. And uh, Go Pack Go this upcoming weekend. We're sad about the Bears losing last. I picked them to win last weekend as an an upset pick, but unfortunately it didn't happen. Well, there's always next year, as they say in Chicago. (laughs) That's right. And any Detroit fan says that, too. So... (laughs) (laughs) Well, great. Well, thanks so much. And uh, you can catch Wednesdays with St. Joseph again next week as we uh, continue our devotion to St. Joseph and fostering it and deepening it. Next week, we'll be talking about Blessed William Chaminade's reflection on St. Joseph that's found in Father Callaway's consecration of St. Joseph. We'll be talking with a Marianist brother about that. So join me next week. We'll see you then. God bless. God bless.